Hey guys, this is Jessica, and this is the podcast for product-oriented assessment versus process-based assessment. So first, I'm going to be talking about product-oriented assessment. Product-oriented assessment is a kind of assessment where the assessor views and scores the final product made and not on the actual performance of making that product. The concern is on the product alone and not the process. It involves giving children a battery of tests that produce scores or other final projects. Some examples of product-oriented assessments um, are screening and diagnostic procedures. When you do this type of assessment, it gives you a test score, a percentile. It kind of tells the family and the parents or the guardians. It gives them a yes or no for determining whether or not that child needs to be referred for further testing and diagnostics. Um, This kind of assessment can be problematic though because with this style of assessment, even though the results are very easy to communicate to teachers and the families, um, the results can be very misleading and meaningless if the examiner uses inappropriate or biased instruments, which unfortunately tends to happen a lot. And then the other assessment is the process-oriented assessment. And this is the study of children's interactions with the examiner or others, as well as their responses to the environmental stimuli. Examiners find this assessment very useful in assessing the abilities of children with severe impairments because it provides such a big focus on changes in the child's behaviors such as smiling, eye gaze, their heart rate, um, surprise, and other subtle indicators that really don't hold any significance in a product-oriented assessment because the product-oriented assessment is just focused on the ending result. Um, Some examples of process-oriented assessment are the portfolio assessment, which I'm sure a lot of you have heard of that before. Um, This is mostly common in um, preschool age children or maybe kindergarten. Um, It involves the compilation of samples of children's works, offers other process-based approaches that can be used with preschool age children. Um, The child's progress over time across a variety of activities is documented in this portfolio. I really like this type of assessment because when you have a parent-teacher conference or the parents come in and say, hey, you know, I want to know how my child is doing, you can just pull out this portfolio and you have, you know, documented proof of their work and what they're doing and how they're doing it and, you know, the process or the progress that they're making. And if they need help on anything, the parents can take that. Um, and try to work on that at home if they want to with them. Um, Another type of process-oriented assessment is work sampling systems, and these combine a variety of systematic observations um, and work work samples to develop narrative summaries of child functioning across a variety of circular areas. Um, I found a chart that kind of helps, it helped me kind of get a visual of how product and process um, assessments kind of worked in the classroom and the way they looked, and I will attach this table 
with um, the podcast link and then the YouTube video link. So y'all will be able to see it as well. So the product and process models of curriculum development is the title of it. And then it has the product model chart and it has this green triangle and it's flipped upside down in the in the green triangle it says plans and intentions use of behavioral language making assessment precise structure choice through electives and planned by teacher so on the left side you have a little arrow and at the top it says teacher control and at the bottom it says student control and on the other side there's an of the triangle there's another arrow that's blue and at the top it says content and at the bottom it says social and life skills and the triangle is flipped upside down so the wider part is at the top and it's um, visualizing that the teacher control and the content is much greater than the student control and the social and life skills so in the product um, oriented assessment teacher control is greater and the content is greater and the students don't get as much um, control and the social and life skills are not as great. And on the other side, you have the process model. And in the green triangle, it says learning activities, more student choice, environment, and social and life skills. And the teacher control and the content are less. And then the student control and the social and life skills or a lot greater. Um, I found something else that I would like to mention. It's at the very bottom of page 67. The four characteristics shared by differenting um, interactive approaches to assessment that are the examiner. And there's four points of these. So one is plays an active role rather than passively monitoring the child's performance. So you're interacting with the children whenever you're examining them instead of just um, watching them. So two is engages with the child in collaborative interaction at some point during the assessment. Three, deliberating changes, deliberating changing the nature of what is being tested. And four, focuses on the broad goal of assessing potential rather than being concerned only um, about the current performance. Um, the YouTube video that I have linked for y'all to watch, it is an older video. I think it was posted maybe in 2011, but the content of it is still really good. I actually watched the video first before um, I looked up any other information online about it um, and it really helped me get a better understanding of why it's so important to know about both of these types of assessments. Um, the process oriented assessment is um, obviously a lot better used with younger children, with children that have um, special needs or a child that has developmental delays it's going to be a lot more effective than the product-oriented assessment. Any of you that, you know, have worked with children and stuff, you know that. Um, if you watch a child, say they're building a tower 
you know, of blocks. And if you just, if you're doing the process-oriented um, assessment, you're going to watch them from start to finish. And you'll be able to see that if the block, or if the tower falls, that they build it back up. And, you know, you're going to gain so much information about how that that child thinks because you're going to be able to see that they're using problem solving skills or they're troubleshooting whenever the tower falls and they figure out okay you know I did this wrong so I'm going to build it back this certain way you're learning a lot more about that child than just that they can build a tower when you use the process oriented assessment whereas the product oriented assessment you're just you know you you're coming, you're watching them only whenever they can have the final product of the tower. And then the last thing that I'm going to mention is if you look on page 70, it's on, it's under the closing thoughts um, section. It says, the process of assessing infants and young children should be undertaken with great caution and respect for that child and his family. Our sensitivity to the child and family requires not only a comprehensive understanding of appropriate assessment procedures, but also an appreciation and valuing of the context in which the child and family exists. And I think, I thought that was a very good note to end on because that's very true. And teachers, assessors, anyone working with children need to remember that and be respectful and of that family. Um, but I think that's all that I have for you guys today. So thank you so much for listening.